Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I continue my conversation with Bob Lowry, who is a renowned chemist in the pool industry with over 45 years of experience. He's also the author of over 23 books, and he has a certified residential course that he offers. And you can learn more about a certified residential course at pcti.online. Again, that's pcti.online. And there's usually one course a month held on a Saturday, so you can go to that site and see when the next certified residential course is going to be held. Today with Bob Lowry, I'm going to unpack the mystery behind the parts per million and what exactly a parts per million is in chemistry. And then, of course, when you're balancing a pool, you're going to hear a lot of this parts per million mentioned in your test factors and also the chemicals you add to the pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Let's um, let's talk about something that I think a lot of guys see a lot, hear about it. We hear it mentioned everywhere. It's on all of the chemical packaging. And it's this parts per million measurement. So right. this is something that if you're starting out in the pool industry, if you're doing pools for the first time, or if you've been doing it for a long time, you may not even think about the parts per million thing, even though it's a big basic part of all the chemicals, all the measurements we're doing. What exactly, why do they use the parts per million? What exactly is it? Well, you know, the 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 overall concept is that that scientists are always looking for a method of measuring something that's either real little or real big. And, and so we end up with, with some kind of a, a number. We end up with, you know, we needed something smaller than, than inches. So we went to thousandth of an inch and then we went to 10,000th of an inch. And, you know, it makes it hard to identify, but it makes it easy to then say, how use that term. So, um, a part per million is one part in a million parts. It's literally a penny in a million pennies. The fact of the matter is that, that it's almost the proverbial drop in the bucket. Um, it's a small amount. And to give you some kind of an idea about it, it is, uh, hang on a second. I was trying to, trying to think of something else concurrently, but, um, in any case, it is a very small number, and it takes, uh, we think of 1% as a, as a small amount. You know, somebody said, well, this is, a, this is only 1% of this. That's not very big. But what I am saying is that part per million-wise, it takes 10,000 parts per million to equal 1%. So that give you an idea how little 1% is. And, and it, is, uh, it is a number of things, but the fact is that it is about two ounces 
of a chemical in a 15,000 gallon pool is a part per million. And so we have to calculate part per million um, from what we know. And so the way we do it is to take the gallons in the pool and we know that a pool is, uh, we know what the weight of one gallon of water is. It's 8.34 pounds. So if we take a 15,000 gallon pool times uh, 8.34, we have 15,000 15, times 8.34. It means that we have 125,000 pounds of water in a pool. And a part per million then would be if we divide that by 1 million, we would need 0.125 pounds to equal one part per million in the pool. And that's literally the way we calculate parts per million. Um, and all of the test kits and all of the stuff that we use in the industry are all based on parts per million. And it it's difficult to calculate because we have to calculate first the gallons, then we have to calculate from the gallons the weight, and then we take that weight and divide it by a million. That gives us how many pounds or ounces we, we need to add to get to a part per million. And it becomes a, a difficult thing. So uh, one of the apps that I have made is called the Pool Chem Dose Calculator. And it's available for both Android and Apple phones uh, or iPhones. And um, it's got 38 different chemicals in it. And you simply put in the gallons in the pool, how many parts per million you want, and it tells you the, how much you need to add in ounces and pounds. But it, it does one thing. If you use chlorine, for instance, it has 12 different kinds of chlorine in it. And when you put in you want to raise five parts per million of chlorine, it gives you all 12 of them. So you can see how much of one kind of chlorine equals another kind of chlorine. Uh, so it is difficult to calculate, but I've tried to make things like that easier for you guys to do by making a calculator. And it's not a subscription. You buy it once for, for $5.99, and it's on your phone. And I think that's one of the biggest questions I'm always asked is how much coin do I add to the pool to bring it up to X amount parts per million? And without knowing, you know, the apps are definitely something that's changed the industry for sure. Um, but without knowing what a part per million is to begin with, you, you don't know what you're dealing with. And I guess that's why when you add, you know, when you're at a customer's pool and you're adding 10 bags of 40 pounds of salt to the pool to start the salt system up, kind of they look at you like you're turning the pool into an ocean but actually, 3,000 parts per million of salt in that amount of weight of water, you know, what is that, 40 times maybe 10 well, bags is 400 what pounds we add, of salt. What we add to the pool is, is about 3,000 or 3,400 parts per million of salt. But the ocean is 35,000 parts per million. So what we're adding to the pool is only one-tenth of the salt that's in the ocean. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not much. One of the things I, you know, I work with this all the time, but one of the things I, I remember is uh, that you need about 10 fluid ounces of liquid chlorine 
that's 12.5% to get one part per million in 10,000 gallons. And so that's and kind of like a rule of thumb, right? It's just a, a rule of thumb. Ten part, ten, uh, one part per million is 10 ounces about. It's actually 10.24, but 10 ounces in 10,000 gallons is uh, one part per million. And then since we're talking about that, I know that when they measure phosphates, it's in parts per billion. Now, yes. why is there a distinction between phosphate measurements and other chemical measurements or other element measurements? It doesn't take very much phosphate to end up with a, a, a buffet for algae. <laughs> um, and so once you get above, I don't know, each manufacturer has a different amount for phosphate. 300, 300 is pretty standard, I think. 300, parts 300 I think, is standard, although, frankly, if you're keeping 5%, uh, a chlorine level of 5% of the cyanuric acid level, you could probably go up to about 2,000 parts per billion of, of uh, phosphate without having a problem. But um, parts per billion is 1,000 times less than a part per million. So understand this. I get people sometimes saying, well, you know, the flakes that I see in a chlorine generator, I've heard that they're calcium phosphate. And my answer almost is automatically, no, it isn't. And they go, well, how would you know that? And I go, well, how many parts per million of phosphate do you have in your pool? They go, well, it's uh, about 1,500 parts per billion. I go, yeah, but do you realize that 1,500 parts per billion is 1.5 parts per million. So at 1.5 parts per million, how much phosphate are you going to precipitate out of the pool? Um, in 15,000 gallons, two ounces is a part per million. That's it. So in the whole pool, there's only two ounces of phosphate. And then <laughs> I think one thing they also, people have to know too is that everything's based on the 10,000 gallons. So if you get a bag of shock, it gives you the how how much is going to raise in an, in a ten thousand gallon pool. And I think that's why the apps are so important because if you have an eight thousand gallon pool or a fifteen thousand gallon pool, you're not going to be able to figure it out by looking at that bag of shock that says ten thousand gallons of water. We've decided on ten thousand. Ten thousand is at least a way to uh, one of the things I tell people. One of the tricks I tell people is divide whatever pool you have by ten thousand. If you got a 15,000 gallon pool, then divide it by 10 and it's 1.5. So whatever the dosage is, you just multiply 1.5 times the dosage and you know how much for a 15,000 gallon pool. And if it's if you got a 10,000 gallon pool, you take 0.8 times the dosage and that'll give you an eight for an 8,000 gallon pool. So that's one of the ways of doing it. But that's exactly the reason that I created the ChemDose calculator so that you guys wouldn't have to wonder, you know, if I need five parts per million of Cal Hypo in the pool, how much do I add? Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to put in two numbers into the calculator, you're done. And what's funny is that sometimes on the bags of shock, it says don't use only half of it. Always use the whole bag or something. They right. don't want you to use only half of it. So that makes it even more complicated, doesn't it? Well, it really does. And the other thing, it's dangerous. Because if you've got Cal Hypo that's 65% and you don't use it all, you have to make sure that that bag gets resealed very well. Mm -hmm. Because if it leaks out of that bag, 
it only takes a little bit of sweat, coke, WD-40 oil, whatever you got, will cause a fire. When I was at Leslie's, a quick story, when I was at Leslie's, they have these plastic bins where the stores return stuff to the distribution center that they can't sell. And the guy one time, had, there was a cut in one of the bags of Canalipo, and he put it in that bin and sent it back to the distribution center. And the distribution center called me and said, there's an open bag of Canalipo in this plastic uh, container. And I said, take it out in the parking lot and I'll be right there. And I literally put on my haz suit, my hazmat suit, and went out there. And we got a hose and we opened up the thing. And I looked in there and it was, was in September and it was like 100 degrees in, in Northridge, California, right? And so I leaned over to look in that plastic container and the, the Calipo was in the corner at the bottom. And I, as I leaned over, some sweat ran from my forehead and dropped onto that little pile of Cal Hypo. And within one second, the whole thing was on fire. It took one drop of my own sweat to cause a fire with Cal Hypo. And we had a hose there. We hosed everything down, no problem. But that is how dangerous Cal Hypo is. Mm-hmm. And I have, a, I have two videos that I show in my classes, one where we drop water on Cal Hypo and the other where we drop uh, some oil on Cal Hypo, and both of them cause a fire. And if it's a higher percentage of Cal Hypo, though, it's not quite as flammable, right? The 75 is not as flammable as the 65. Mm-hmm. The 65 is pretty dangerous. It's, it's something that you should know, people should know about chemicals is that um, I always thought the manufacturer should make a 5,000 gallon ba- or half a pound of Cal Hypo because a lot of people don't need the whole one pound. And what do they do with the bag? They just tie it up, you know, with, with their hand and leave it in their truck or, you know, leave it in their backyard. Um, and so maybe it's logical to make smaller bags. I don't know. I don't know if they can even manufacture it like that, but um, maybe they sell the big bag just to sell more of it. I don't know. That makes well, sense. I, you know, they probably want you to just use the whole bag. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's their marketing. And I always find it interesting when you talk about a subject that's not really talked about much. And I think the parts per million is something that you don't hear a lot about. But it is one of the essentials of the industry, so to speak. Everything is kind of measured in parts per million. So I think hearing it from a chemistry expert, you kind of get an idea of the importance of the parts per million measurement and how small it actually is. And if you're looking for the other recordings that I did with Bob Lowry, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and on the banner, just click on that podcast icon. You can scroll down to the previous episodes. While you're there, you can see that I have a pool coaching icon there. Click on that, and it'll give you more information about my coaching program. You can also learn more about the coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining. And again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business 
all in one app. 